Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, everything is calming down just a tad. Greeny with you, presented by Progressive Insurance. It will get uncalm in about 10 minutes. So Don LaGreca is going to jump in here with us uh, on, the, uh, on the Goodyear hotline. For those of you who don't know Don, he and I have been friends for 20 years. And Don is a, about as passionate a sports fan as you will ever come across. He hosts, along with Michael Kay, the afternoon show on ESPN Radio New York. And he's been in and around the New York sports scene forever. And he is a passionate fan of the Mets lifelong. And um, the idea that we had to do a rant of the day was inspired by him. <laughs> Don has become, I think, somewhat of a national sensation based on some of the rants that he has gone on, many of which have caused me great concern. (laughs) When I see the color that he turns when he does them, he turns a shade of red that is at times uh, legitimately concerning. So we'll get Don in here and his perspective. We've done almost the entire show so far on this business with, with this is not a Mets topic. This is a sports topic. What do the fans owe the players? And in return, what do the players owe the fans? I made it very clear. I do not think it's... There are lines which you as a fan cannot cross. There are lines when you take it to a personal place that are somewhat evident. To me, you should just know them when you see them. I can't tell you what they are. You just know it when you see it. But booing a player for bad performance or booing a team because they stink and and have been excruciatingly frustrating to root for, that's, that's just part of the gig. And getting booed is part of the job. And this is just not that complicated. And it's not like it's been that bad. So one way or another, that's what I think. We've been on that all morning long. I haven't gotten to any of my football observations. So let me get that for you here because we have now concluded the preseason we have a bye week here. That's literally what they're doing. They're calling this a bye week right now for the players. They have to be treated as such this week. And then the NFL season kicks off a week from Thursday night. So, Baba, give me a little music, and I'm going to give you some hot takes here. Greenies takes. I, I got five observations from things that I have seen watching the preseason games. These are my five observations uh, as far as the NFL regular season is concerned. Number five is this. The New York Giants offensive line, they address it every year, and every year it gets worse. I don't even know what to make of this. They drafted Eric Flowers ninth overall, and I thought that turned out to be about as bad a draft pick as you could ever possibly have until they took Andrew Thomas fourth. They took, I want the consideration to be made here is that as you're watching Andrew Thomas get beat both inside and outside last night, um, the, the fourth pick overall in the draft, the left tackle, that he was selected ahead of in the same draft, the kid Wirfs from Tampa and Becton from the Jets, both of whom look like they're going to be stars. He was drafted ahead of Justin Herbert, who the Giants absolutely loved and would have taken if he had come out in the draft the year before. But because he didn't, they decided to take Daniel Jones instead. So just contemplate what they have. They have Daniel Jones, Andrew Thomas, and Saquon Barkley all of whom have been drafted in the top six in the last few years. Think about where they sit right now. This, if, this off, if this offensive line is as bad as it appears it's going to be, then this is going to undo everything else I think about that team. And if it does, then change has to be made. You, it just, you cannot fail to address your most glaring weakness 
take a guy in Andrew Thomas as high as they did, have him be the total bust that it appears he's headed towards being, and not have some sort of repercussion. You just can't do it. You can't pretend this isn't a problem. So, to me, the Giants' offensive line is an enormous problem. Number four. I'll do the numbers with them. Can Jamar Chase catch? I mean, what the hell is going on here? So, Jamar Chase, I gave you all the numbers as I was uh, building up to the NFL draft. Jamar Chase, in his college, his big college season with Joe Burrow as his quarterback, he set all kinds of all-time records. He was the first player in the history, I believe, of of all of college football to have at least 20 touchdown catches and average at least 20 yards a catch. He was 19 years old at the time. He has been thrown five passes in this preseason and dropped four. (laughs) He has dropped four of his five targets. Dropped. Not that they've been incomplete. He has dropped them. What was the number I saw you tweet about Larry Fitzgerald? Uh, Jamar Chase has dropped more passes this preseason than Larry Fitzgerald has in the last three years. On 450 targets. <laughs> Say that again. He has dropped more passes in three preseason games than Larry Fitzgerald has over the previous four seasons on 454 targets since so, 2017. I'm not going to overreact, but at some point that does become something of a concern, right? Because this is another guy they took ahead of a lot of other really good players, including an offensive tackle, which, you know, you need to keep Joe Burrow standing upright. So that's, I mean, next observation. Number three. Number three. This one I hate saying. The Patriots are good. Like, really good. And Mac Jones, I'll just say it. He looks like Tom Brady. Now, that's not to say he's going to be anything close to Brady. No one in their right mind would ever project anyone to be Brady. Brady is the most accomplished player in the history of the sport. But Mac Jones looks just like him, except I think he's bigger, has a stronger arm... And is way better coming in. Now, Tom Brady was a sixth-round pick for a reason. He didn't play at all his first almost two years. Right? He didn't play at all his first year, and then he, he, got, he comes in because Bledsoe gets hurt week against the Jets in, in September of 01. And the rest, of course, is history. That offense looks exactly the same as it always did. And Mac Jones looks great. So this is terrible news as far as I'm concerned. But the Patriots are scary good. Belichick has them back that fast. They got all those guys back on defense. They spent all this free agent money. They are ridiculously well coached. And they've got the quarterback to do it. So I think he's going to start week one. But even if he doesn't, he will be their starter by midseason. And he's going to be really good. Like the Patriots and Mac Jones are going to be really, really good. Number two. My second observation, my number two observation, there's no way in the world San Francisco is rotating their quarterbacks. If you didn't watch this yesterday, then what you didn't see was they played Garoppolo and Trey Lance on the same drive repeatedly. Not alternating, not like a package for him and a pay, you know. They playing they played that and are trying to convince people that they're going to play both guys, like truly play both guys. And I'll say this, I don't care where we are. I know it's 2021 and a lot of things are different. And I have a lot of respect for the coaching there. You don't play two quarterbacks. You can get something out of your backup quarterback. Like, I think they'll do that in a lot of other places this year. But you don't play two quarterbacks. If they're going to do what they have the ability to do this year, they have a bad, a weak schedule and a really good team. It's going to be with one quarterback. That doesn't mean that it can't be one and then the other which is to say I believe Garoppolo will start the season. Doesn't mean that I don't think that by the time it's over, Trey Lance will be their starter, but they won't both be. 
I will have to believe that to see it. Even Kyle Shanahan, I would not say, could pull that off. If you have two quarterbacks, you don't have one. Number one. And finally, number one, I was going to give you my take on the Bears, but then I hosted Get Up this morning, and Jeff Saturday just went nuts. So I thought better than giving you my take, let's let you hear what Jeff said. I said, Jeff, what do you think of the fact that the Bears are still going to go with Andy Dalton as their starter rather than Justin Fields? And here's what he said. If I'm in if I'm in the Chicago Bears locker room, I am pissed. Listen, you know, you know who helps us win the game. Bottom line, man, this ain't about organizational future. I'm not a general manager. I'm not. My job is to is to play good football and get paid on Tuesday because I earned it on Sunday or Monday. That's my job. Your job as a coach is to put the best 11 on the field. You know who the best 11 is? Justin Fields is one of them. So put him on the field and give us a chance. I love it. And that was, there's nothing I could say better than that. The best takes are the ones that come from the guys who played the game. And those are my five observations from the final weekend, the final week, because I wasn't here last week, of NFL preseason and the direction that it is all going. Greeny with you, presented by Progressive Insurance, small business protection for more than vehicles with insurance expertise to keep your company moving forward. More at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Again, I promised Don LaGreca will be joining us next. Uh, this is just a little taste of what you might be able to expect. Take your analytics and shove them right up your rectum. Right up your Jam it up! I'm tired of it! <laughs> oh, sorry. I didn't know that's the one. We chose Bubba that ju- bite. Bubba just said we have a little bit of Don on the screen. <laughs> that's a lot of Don. For people to hear. That's a lot of Don. Take your analytics and shove them right up your rectum. Right up your Jam it up! I'm tired of it! <laughs> so we'll see what he has to say. My favorite Met fan. We'll see what he has to say about Javi Baez and whether or not he has anything to say about what might be jammed up his rectum. We'll do that when Don LaGreca joins us live next. This is ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Greeny, the podcast. (laughs) 
All right, Greeny with you uh, on ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. My buddy Don LaGreca on the Goodyear Hotline in just a second will join me live here. Uh, a very quick word from Select Quote. Uh, some things have been low on our to-do list, but life insurance can no longer be one of them. If you're like me with a wife and kids, you need to protect them. You need Select Quote. Select Quote's been helping families for over 35 years. Get your free quote at SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. One of the many things that I've always liked about Don LaGreca, who uh, for those of you around the country, has been hosting Afternoons along with Michael Kay on ESPN Radio New York forever and has been a fixture in the New York sports media for as long as I can remember, um, is that he has never stopped being a fan. And, and that's something that when we started was not always so popular. I remember people telling me, well, you can't go on the air and say who you root for. Um, and so Don and I were sort of doing that before that was a thing. And so Don wears his heart on his sleeve. And that's one of the many things I like about him. And he is a lifelong fan of the New York Mets, who have, in the eyes of many, been called out by their own players, the fans, I should say, including Javi Baez. And so I wanted to get Don's perspective on this without sort of flavoring it in any further way. Good morning, Don LaGreca. Good morning, my friend. How are you? I'm good. And so I just want to give you the floor. Uh, Again, you were the first person I thought of when I saw this story yesterday um, I don't want to send you in any direction other than whatever it is you're thinking. What's your reaction? Uh, it's, you know, it's a very emotional time for me because, you know, I lost my dad. Uh, he was 59 years old. He handed me the Mets. I inherited the Mets. And my son is going to be four in December, and he's starting to, you know, play wiffle ball and, and sitting there watching the games with me, and I'm going to hand this to him. Hmm. So this is, this is personal. You know, we we pay thousands of dollars for tickets and for jerseys and for hats and for yearbooks. I'm sti- I'm sitting in my man cave right now where I do the show, surrounded by memorabilia. Not that I'm going to sell, that I, that I enjoy because I got into this business because I'm a fan and I pay for the privilege. I pay for the privilege, hoping that my team will one day win, and I don't get a ring. Matter of fact, if they win a championship, Greeny. I pay more money, mm-hmm. right, for for more merchandise. I gotta get the I gotta get the Super Bowl T-shirt. I gotta get the World Series T-shirt. I gotta get the hat, you know. And it's ingrained in us. It's in our DNA. I call people frauds that root for multiple teams because that's not the way it's supposed to be. This is what we are, and one of the only things we have, the only things that we're kind of even allowed to do is boo if we don't like what we see. And who is any player, especially a player who's been here for five minutes? to tell me how I'm supposed to be a fan. This isn't a cult, right? This is a relationship. You know, you go back and forth. I mean, I love my wife. I get into a fight with her today. It doesn't mean we're getting divorced. We can disagree. We can get into arguments. You know, this whole idea that I'm supposed to worship you, that I'm supposed to constantly cheer you on, even though you're getting paid millions of dollars and cannot do the job that you're being paid to do. I've waited 35 years for this team to win a championship. I've been embarrassed. I've been disgraced. I keep coming back because I love the team. It's part of who I am. And then to have the players that I root for trying to dictate policy to me? How dare they? How dare they do that? Did they not get it? And they're not dedicated to their team. They're dedicated to their paycheck. And I get it. One minute he's a Cub. Next minute he's a Met. Where is he going to be next year? A third team in, in a month? You know, but I'm with this team. They come and they go. Some are here like Ed Creampool and David Wright. Some are here for five minutes. But I root for them. And they're going to tell me what's right and wrong. They're going to dictate policy to me? 
when I've got to watch this team be an absolute embarrassment year after year? A division that was theirs to lose. Everybody in the division was under 500, and they're going to end up being a team playing meaningless games in September. And I'm supposed to be just some clone and have them tell me how to conduct myself and them boo me for the money that I pay and the dedication I have to this team? They're going to tell me that I'm wrong? They're going to boo me? Come on, man. That's that's not right. That's not that. And, and I heard some of the callers before, and and, and we live in a, uh, an era now where it seems like it's not about the teams, Greeny. It's about the player. Mm-hmm. You know, we love the player. That's the NBA mentality. So teams don't matter anymore because they bounce around all over the place. And I guess you're entitled to your opinion there. But I care about the team. And I've dedicated my life to this team. I'm going to hand it over to my son the way my father handed it off to me. And I've got to have a guy that's been here for two minutes and has done nothing tell me that I'm wrong and boom me. That's that's tough to take, Greeny. That, that's really difficult. That's really difficult to, to chew on. And it just really just – it really just gets me upset, man. Wow. I just I, – I can't, I can't tolerate that. And nor should you. And I appreciate your passion. And this is – for anyone who doesn't know Don, this is why I wanted to have you on because this stuff matters to you in the way that it matters to me. And, and here's the thing. And I, I brought on Jesse Rogers. You may know Jesse. But he's covered baseball in Chicago forever. And I wanted him to give a little background on this situation. Javi Baez is a guy. All those Cubs – who came up together and won that World Series, they were they were made men in that town. Like He was never been booed in his entire life, no matter how many times he struck out or anything else, because he gave the fans something, and thus this is his first experience at feeling this kind of negativity. But it isn't that negative. Like This hasn't been no. anything over the top. This has just been sort of normal, run-of-the-mill fan frustration. And the part of it that frustrates me, Don, and I'll just give you the, the, the floor here, is that Javi Baez's comments made it sound yesterday like he doesn't realize we're not getting paid to be there. <laughs> like, you, you know what I mean? Like, like, this is your job and it's my job. I got my job, you got your job. Hold on. Don LaGreca doesn't have a job. Don, I mean, he has another job. He's, right. he, he shows up to his job. But coming to the game and cheering for the team is not his job. It's not his responsibility. It is actually a favor that he's doing you. And the, the fact, this, that's why this bothers me so much, because it is evidence that at least these players, and I think it is sort of illustra- uh, illustration of a bigger problem, is that a lot of players in this day and age have forgotten that. Oh, absolutely. Because a lot of them, and I, I've talked to a lot of athletes, they become really good at what they do like at 12 or 13 years old. So they didn't grow up fans the way we did. They, mm-hmm. they might have they watched games and they say, oh, I was a Met fan or I was a Yankee fan. We hear that every time a Yankee somebody signs with the Yankees like oh I was a lifelong Yankee fan but (laughs) not like us because they were dedicated to their game I mean how are you supposed to sit there and watch every game if you're out there playing ball and trying to become a professional athlete so they've lost touch that's exactly the way I thought about it Green he's like I'm not an employee of the Mets I don't get paid yeah I pay for the privilege I don't get a ring at the end of the day and we run it we, we, the reason they're able to make all the money they make is because of how much I pay for tickets and jerseys and, and the sports packages that I have at home. Greeny, the hundreds of dollars I'm spending to be able to watch these games at home, you know, and the time that dedicates to, to doing it. And luckily, I was able to parlay that into a career, so it's not interrupting anything that I would be doing for a living. This is my living, and I'm so privileged to be able to do it. But I'm not being paid to do it. I can walk away at any moment, and I choose not to because of my passion and love for it. 
So, yeah, that's what really just insults me. They're not my boss. My boss can tell me what to do if I'm getting paid, if I'm under contract. I'm not under contract. It's the honor system. And I, I've, I've decided to be a part of this, and I, and I feel the same way about the Giants and, and growing up there. And, and, and so, and you with the Jets and you with the Mets and you with the Knicks. I mean, that, so that's something we chose to do. And we, as I keep saying, I, I pay for the privilege to have, to have somebody like, treat me like I'm some sort of employee, like I work for him and to tell me how I'm supposed to do it. And like you said, uh, booing, do you realize when the Yankees were struggling four games above 500 and still within striking distance of the wild card, so it's all relative, they were getting destroyed on our show. Brian Cashman should be fired. Aaron Boone should be fired. Who's been more abused in this town than Giancarlo Stanton? In fact, they were booing Judge earlier this season. Did any of the players say anything? Did any of them complain? And that was a team that was above 500. The Mets have caught a huge break here. This team has been had first place for 90 days, and now they're under 500 and falling out of it. They think that's abuse. <laughs> they, what they, kind of abuse are you, you going to be able to take on a sit like Glenn, Gary Glenn Ross? Are you kidding me? I mean, they, <laughs> they, they have not even tasted what New York can be like. And I'm not proud of the fact of how harsh we are on these players, but that's the way it is. This isn't Chicago. It's not all kumbaya, all right? We are passionate fans. We're going to be behind you, and we're going to love you, but we're also going to let you know when you're not playing well. And that's part of what I think makes it fun to play in New York. But for some reason, they think it's all supposed to be some big fraternity or I'm, I'm working for them in some way, shape, or form, and that's not the case at all. He is Don LaGreca, and again, you will hear him this afternoon. I can't wait because this is just a little taste of what you will hear this afternoon with Michael and company. Don, it's always a pleasure. Thank you. Best of the family. I'll see you soon. Yes, I'm looking forward to that, man. All right, thank you. It's Don LaGreca, who's with me here. Our baseball conversation brought to you in part by Samsung Galaxy. Get ready for the Samsung Galaxy Z Flip 3 5G and the Z Fold 3 5G. Pre-order now at Samsung.com. Let me ask the crew a question here. I was going to open it up to phone calls on the NFL. Just do, like, what's on your mind here and let football fans. But I feel like maybe this is the better topic. You want to just get fans across the country weighing in on this? On the baseball? On the, way, well, on the baseball. Let's do okay. the baseball. So, so whether this is your team or not, and obviously for Don it is, and there's like a lot of personal connection. But whether you're a fan of the Mets or not, a fan of the Cubs and Javi Baez or not, no matter where you are, if a player is going to give the thumbs down to the fans, I want your perspective on it. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We'll save all the football stuff for tomorrow. Give me your thoughts on that. I want to hear your perspective on it. 888-SAY-ESPN, your calls after this word from DraftKings. So football's almost here, and there's no better place to get in on the action than DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. With the season quickly approaching, DraftKings is your one-stop shop to make it rain all season long. To bring you even closer to the action, DraftKings giving all new players a free shot at a million dollars week one. If you haven't tried DraftKings yet, preseason's the perfect time to test your strategy. Pick a lineup, stay under the salary cap, see how your team stacks up against the competition. Download the DraftKings app right now. Use the code GREENIE. That's how you start. For a limited time, new players can get a free shot at a million dollars during week one. So don't miss out on the action. Enter the code GREENIE. Get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code GREENIE. Only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Back with your calls next on ESPN Radio. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. 
Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Greeny, the podcast. All right, Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio. And it, I, I knew this was going to be a good topic. I didn't know it would take over the way it has, and I'm delighted that it has. We come to you live every single day from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17, and I'm coming to your phone calls in just a moment here, a quick moment from Straight Talk Wireless, which has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide. You can get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299, no contract, all on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. So in case you're just joining me, again, several players on the New York Mets, including most notably Javi Baez, who was just acquired former Cubs star and pending free agent, and Francisco Lindor, whose 10-year, $340 million contract hasn't even started yet, have taken to giving the fans, giving the fans the thumbs down as their own personal celebration. This is the way the players celebrate good things happening because they want the fans to know how it feels when they get booed. So I gave my thoughts. So did a lot of people here. I just had Don LaGreca on. And Bubba. You're the biggest Met fan we have on the program. I wanted to ask you this, because uh, Pete McConville, who's the executive producer of the TV show, sent me a question for Don, and I wish I had seen the text while Don was still on. So I'll ask it to you. Forget about Baez, he texted me. He's going to be gone from here, and he's, he's sort of a blip on the radar. But as I just pointed out, Francisco Lindor is going to be a Met for the next 10 years. He is the face of the franchise. So they have a day off today, and then they play tomorrow at home. What do you as a fan want to hear him say? Like, what will make this okay? <laughs> yeah, I think um, something along the lines of an apology of, I'm sorry, you know, I like being here in New York. I love the fans, and I, I'm i frustrated too, and I'm not living up to the expectations, and I need to be better, and I look forward to being better, but just some sort of an apology of, 
you know, and maybe even just an under, you know, accepting and saying, look, I didn't understand the difference of what it's like to play in New York or something like that. And, you know, um, just saying like, you know, like New York, you know, something, New York's the greatest, great fans. And, um, you know, I'm going to just be better going forward because, you know, clearly he's creating a divide against the fans. And I think he needs to kind of fix his relationship with the fans immediately and just say something that he's going to, you know, fix his relationship with the fans going forward. And um, that's right, because whatever he he can do. Right. Because this is a business thing now. Like he is going to be the one whose face is going to be on everything they send you this offseason. Yeah. Come buy tickets. Come buy this. Come buy that. They're counting on all these things to happen. And right now, the image that you have of him is a him not living up in any way this season to what he was sort of expected to be. And now B. Him telling the fans how they should behave. And by the way, yes, New York is New York a little different? Sure. But I've covered sports in Chicago. I've heard plenty of players booed in Chicago. You can get booed anywhere. The example of what happened in Chicago is just that that team broke through and won the World Series right. for a franchise that hadn't won it in 108 years. So those players, those individual players, were always going to be beloved for that. But it's not like this is the only market where players get booed when they underperform. No, that, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Hembo, you're from Philly. I'm from Philly. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, I mean, I definitely don't want to make it sound like that, for sure. No, it's, it's what not I'm unique saying. To New York. But I'm saying this to Baez. No, no, definitely not. Yeah, like, I mean, like I, what are you talking in about? In no way is New York the only place that boos, for sure. Go, go, try, go get a big, big free agent deal in Boston playing for the Red Sox and underperform. See how that goes. See, see how everything goes for you there. It's, it's, it's not, and it's not even just specific to the east you know the northeastern corridor like when you play bad fans are gonna boo that's just part of the deal and it's really not that much to ask just remember the fans aren't being paid to be there they're doing this voluntarily and paying for the privilege as Don so well said. So let me come to the phones here on this 888-SAY-ESPN. You can be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. College football's back, so are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. All right, Bubba, who's first up? Uh, first, let's go to Dominique. All right, Dominique, you're on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. What's your take? My take is that in the Midwest, we are polite. We don't have to scream and yell to get our point across that you're not doing a good job. So, Dominic, you're on Javi Baez and them's side? I'm not. No, I'm not on their side. They shouldn't be doing that either. I'm just saying New York fans are different. Chicago fans are different. I'm an Astro fan now. Astro fans are different. Well, so the Astros, That's obviously, what I'm yeah, those players are hearing it all over the place for entirely different reasons. But I guess I would ask you, Dominique, I just want to make sure I'm clear on the position that you're taking. Do you think it is wrong for fans to boo players when they play badly? As loudly as New York Yankees and Mets fans do, yes, and Boston and Philly. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're, you're more than entitled to your opinion, Dominique, and I'm glad you called. Thank you very much. I don't agree with it at all, but on this program, everyone's perspective is welcome. Bubba, who's next? Let's go to Manhattan. Talk to Richard. All right, Richard, uh, you're on the uh, Dr. Pepper call-in line. What is your take? 
Greeny, before I get to Javi Baez, uh, three weeks ago you had Dan Fouts on the air and talking about that freeze game with that Cincinnati, the playoff. I called in and told you, your producer, that the second game was the Montana to Dwight Clark That's right. game. And you didn't give me any credit on the air. You said someone called in and reminded me that the second game. Well, so I didn't, didn't know who Richard it was. From Manhattan called in. They didn't tell me, Richard, that it was from oh, Manhattan. Okay. They just right, told me. So right blame there. them. I blame Nuno for this. Okay. Okay. All right. Meanwhile, what do you think of this by, thing? As far as Baez, I think he didn't do wrong. I don't think the fans did wrong. And for Baez to mention New York, this is no, he shouldn't do any of that. Like he's trying to qualify it, like we're different animals. No, no. What the guy that sounds the worst is Alderson. He should have came out, defended his player, and said, "Look, we appreciate that Javi Baez." listens to the fans, and he wants to perform. He's frustrated. So he let out uh, that sign of frustration. He wasn't being disrespect- disrespectful or vulgar. He's just showing the fans that he's paying attention, and he's angry at himself as well as being booed. So I don't think he did anything wrong. The fans should keep doing what they're doing. He can react, or Alderson should have came and said, look, we appreciate Javi's impassion, but we don't want any player making references to the fans. They pay our salaries. We have to respect that all the time. But we don't mean any disrespect to Javi. He wants to keep the player, I hope. He wants the player to perform. The guy hit two, drove in two runs yesterday. If every game he goes, drives in two runs and makes a sign like that, I'll take that as long as we win the games. And that's, that's what will bring the fans back. Back, playing good ball and winning ball. Not talking about how he's he wasn't sure how New York was and this and out. Yeah. Keep it simple. Just play good baseball. It's a good call, Richard. Thank you very much for that. Compounding all this is that you could make an argument the Mets have had the worst month in baseball history. <laughs> Hembo is going to make that case for us tomorrow. You can't have a worse month uh, can't wait for that. than the month that they've had. <laughs> Greeny, on your calls, what's on your mind? Brought to you by My Computer Career, Training for a Better Life. Bubba, who's next? Yeah, just make sure you give Richard credit next time. Uh, <laughs> let's go to uh, James. Go ahead, James. What's your take on this? Well, I guess I, I am pro-thumbs down, if we want to say that. I, I think... You know, we, we started off by saying, well, it hasn't been that bad for Javi yet, as in the fans haven't been that harsh on him. Like Ma- Michael Collins said, it's just a thumbs down. It's not like he's giving them the finger, so it's not that serious. And also on top of that, you know, just recently we've had a lot of conversations about mental health for, for athletes and, you know, that they don't owe us anything. But today a lot of the conversation is they owe us a certain behavior or a certain appreciation or they can't demonstrate a little frustration. I think that's a little hypocritical. Okay. Look, I appreciate the call. Thank you very much. The mental health issue is obviously an important one, and it's one that is personal to me, and I, I have talked about that freely and openly all the time, but this to me has nothing whatsoever to do with that. This is the uh, Here's the part of this that bothers me, okay, is that it is one thing to say that fans should behave in a respectful way, which they should. No, the fans should not yell anything about your mother. They should not yell anything about your family. They should not cross any number of different lines. But the fan, it should be remembered, is the customer. And there is a line of respect or there is a, an element of respect that I think has been lost in that completely. And so what, when I said that Javi Baez, and, and by the way, they have an event tonight. Steve Cohen is hosting a Mets Foundation charity event tonight. And both Baez and Lindor are expected to be there. So you know that the reporters will be there like crazy trying to get something from this. And and maybe, candidly, on an off day is the right time for someone to address this stuff. Look, I, I respect everyone's right to their opinion, but I can't tell you how strongly I disagree with this. You just don't 
slap the paying customer like that, figuratively speaking, unless they cross some sort of line. And that I have not seen any evidence that it was anything close to that. The fans need to be with us at all times. No, they don't. No, they don't. Because the reality is, and, and, and Don said it well, if this team wins a championship, they're going to have a parade. The fans don't get anything. The fans continue to give. They continue to give when the players win a championship. You don't get to celebrate. I mean, you can celebrate however you choose to, but it's not your victory. <clears throat> and if you keep pointing that out to the fans, you run the risk of losing them. And that strikes me as a huge mistake. Give me one more, Bubba. Who you got? Yeah, let's go to Mike. All right, Mike, what's your take on this? Greeny, thank you for taking my call. I'm a lifelong Met fan, and I remember when Ed Cranepool and Jerry Grody would hand out the 1966 All-Star trophies at the VFW. Mm -hmm. I have the right to boo. I don't have the right to cuss, but I boo, and I also scream. Met fans are emotional. Never mind the dollars that I've spent over. I'm 63 years old. So I left New York in 76. I fly in four or five times a year. I sit behind home plate, pay all the money, and I cheer my team. I have jackets, shirts, jerseys. I, you know, I, I cheer my team, but when they underperform or when you have somebody that's a bleep on a radar that comes in and gives me a thumb down, I can't wait till the next home game they play. I think it's not today, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow night. He'll be booed off the field. I think that's right. Look, that's an excellent call. Thank you very much. Thank, I can hear, I can feel the passion it, it, that the fans feel, and and um, and I respect it. I mean, that's why we're here, right? Why are you taking some time in your day at a time in, in the history of our civilization where we are where we are at this moment? Why is that? Because this stuff matters to you. It's not, it's not just a, a triviality. It's not frivolous. This is important. It's disproportionately important to its actuality. That's how I feel. It's how I felt all of my life, and that's why I've done this job my entire career. And it's why you chose to hang out with me today here on this show, and I'm, I'm appreciative of that. I would also like to say that I do not think this is nearly as specific to New York as it is being made. And I'm not trying to defend the city. It's a tough city. There's no question about it. And the fans are tough. But I don't think they're uniquely so. Again, I covered sports in Chicago. I, I was on the radio when Chicago sports first started in January of 1992. The Bears quarterback at that time was Jim Harbaugh. If you go back and listen to the calls that we were taking on Jim Harbaugh, especially when he got that big new contract and was seen lifting weights in the, with, with the owner at one time in the locker room or, you know, in the weight room, wherever it is that that was going on. And the fans lose their minds. You want to go back and listen to some of the conversations that, that we had about the Cubs back before the Cubs are winning? Yes, the lovable losers, and everyone talked about how they filled the ballparks up. But we had hosts who would annihilate and obliterate the Cubs managers. I remember when Jim Lefevre was the manager, when Tom Treblehorn was the manager. They would get crushed regularly. Ditka was a made man in that town. They loved him. Ask Dave Wanstead how much fun it was to be a losing coach in Chicago. So I don't, I don't think this is as specific to New York. You cannot stink and rip the fans. Maybe you can get away with doing one of those two things, <laughs> but you cannot do both. And when you stink and you rip the fans, you deserve, you richly deserve every word of criticism that you are going to get. 
Hembo, give me a final word. I think the analogy you made earlier about the customer is a good one. If your iPhone breaks, you call Apple support and you tell them, my iPhone broke. They don't tell you not to complain because it works sometimes. Right. The customer is always right. <laughs> that's right. We don't view ourselves that way when, when we're in the, in the stadium. Right. But that's really what we are. And thus, the players and the ownership and you know, the rest of them should, should treat us as such. They don't tell you how lucky you should feel all the times it works. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's always work. You want it always to work. That's what they're telling us. Hey, we'll do plenty of college football this week. Calvin Hart Jr. had a 41-yard fumble return for a touchdown when Illinois beat Nebraska over the weekend. It was college football's play of the month brought to you by Dr. Pepper. College football's back. So are the fans. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Anyway, I knew this would be a good topic today. I did not expect it to take over quite to the degree that it did, but I'm delighted that it did. Because obviously this is something that means something to you as a fan. And I'm delighted to give you the opportunity to share it and share in the conversation. And if you disagree with me, you're always welcome here as well. I will do plenty of football tomorrow, barring some other unexpected thing. (laughs) See you then on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.